Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, buddy, how much for your paprika? It's one more thing. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Psst, the first eighth of a teaspoon's free. Of paprika? <laughs> um, is paprika the stuff you put on a deviled egg? What's the uh, stuff? Yeah, 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 certainly, yeah. That's, that's reddish, fairly spicy, yes. That's the only place I can identify it is on a deviled egg. Other than very that, very useful in uh, barbecue rubs. Why are we talking about this? This is why. The hardest things to keep up with have, frankly, been some of our most popular items. Old Bay seasoning. Oh, my gosh. The demand for Old Bay has just been extraordinary. It's one of those items that we are still struggling with to, to keep in stock. The demand is just so high for favorites like that. There's a spices shortage going on worldwide because of the pandemic, I assume? Good Lord. Yeah, people cooking at home. Oh. Cooking at home, and I th- also think just tied to uh, supply chain issues that have uh, impacted a lot of places. Uh-huh. I mean, because I'd think restaurants would be using less paprika. Well, yeah, you got your... Fluffily breaking even. What about the cardamom? Hmm? Little juniper <laughs> berry? <laughs> That's not an answer. I only... Listing more spices, some including sum- some sumac. <laughs> sumac. I only That's not a thing. I only know salt and pepper. What are these ones you're rattling off? I, don't, I googled list of strange spices for okay. the purpose of this uh, this segment that we were doing <laughs> yeah. here. Some cardamom was a good pull. Some I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't want any. <laughs> but no, that was a. <laughs> that I'm ch- tickled I'm, me. That I'm was good. Ch- I'm sure you made that up. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. You know, it's what's the one that's so crazy expensive? Um, uh, fancy places have it. Uh, Galangal parsley. <laughs> 
Parsley. That's that's it. <laughs> saffron. Saffron. That's the one I was thinking. Oh, of. I got to go to the back to get the saffron. And what do you what you're... do you put that on? Oh, whatever you want to be amazing and magical. <laughs> Yeah, right. Saffron will do you right, man. Put you right where you need to be. So huh? uh, on the day that we're recording this podcast, uh, it's Earth Day, and uh, I saw this f- survey of people. Uh, how much emphasis Americans say should be put on each of the following energy sources? More, same, or the less, or less? And I thought it was kind of interesting. Oh, okay. Um, people are really into solar. Really into solar. 73% of Americans think we need to put more emphasis on solar. Only 10% say less. By far and away the winner. Right ahead of wind, which I've never heard anybody actually explain wind as being like something that's going to work very well. No, no. That is... Solar is optimistic and it faces limitations people never talk about. Wind, to me, is just fanciful. Solar, they ever get battery storage technology cheap enough and good enough, solar will be huge. But until that happens, solar's got all kinds of problems. The one, Come on, Elon. The one that, well, Eat it up! So natural gas is third, with uh, about half of people wanting more invested in that. Interesting. That is a fossil fuel. Um, The one that's the... But doesn't get enough attention is nuclear. That's the one we need. That's the one we need. Uh, and only 39% want more. 32% say the same. And 28% say less. So it's just it's not that popular. Is that still all left over from kind of Chernobyl-esque it's just dumb. stuff? It was pre-Chernobyl. People were all Three Mile Island back in the 70s, oh, which wasn't man. much of anything. So what were those percentages again on Nuke? Could you hit those again? Only 39% were more, want more emphasis on it. A third say the same, and then 28% say less. So the same you know, or less is me, the majority. Yeah, but, it, well, more and the same is the majority, too. I think the the same people are absolutely persuadable. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I, why why does why is neither party like become the party of nuclear power? I don't know. I think it's just it's it's nuclear, if you will. Um, they're the people who are afraid of it are so afraid of it they consider it a non-starter. And if you're explaining in politics, you're losing. So I think they that's wild. Yeah, I know. I there was that. What is this guy's name? He was an anti-nuclear activist who came a lot around, and now he's huge pro-nuclear. And he pointed out nuclear energy is the only energy that the waste is contained. The rest, everything else, it's let out into the atmosphere. Not to mention the bang you get for your buck. Well, you hope you never have a bang, but the uh... yeah. Yeah. Now, this technology is already being used in like submarines. Am I right in that? Is that like nuclear Nuclear energy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there are plenty of nuclear power plants around America. It's just not nearly as many as there there were or should be. No, God, I'd say Um, uh, like a lot of countries like France, they they get I think they get the bulk of their energy from nuclear power. Why don't we? What are we doing? It's just stupid. Yeah, it's just stupid. (laughs) Um, I was surprised you get down to oil and coal. Only 39% of Americans want a less emphasis on oil, and uh, about half, less less than half, want less emphasis on coal. And they have such bad PR. Mm, yeah, you would oil. never get that idea from taking in mainstream media. No, you would not. No, you would not. 48% of Americans want less, and 28 want the same. So same or less adds up to 76% on coal. Same or less. Um, uh, is interesting. That's pretty high. 
Although I don't, I don't know. If the same and less is a completely okay. different point okay. of view, though. Well, let, let, let me let me put it this way. Uh, I mean, because those who think emphasis, less think it's horrible. Moral emphasis is only twenty three percent. Yeah, for coal. So that's not surprising. That's a guy who owns a coal mine. <laughs> um, but I love coal. I eat it. I bathe in it. I burn it for heat. I cook my eggs over it in the morning. Isn't that the knock that uh, if you get um, an electric car, it's a coal-powered car because so much of the electricity comes from coal? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was uh, we're, we'll talk about this more on the A and G show tomorrow. But um, uh, some of the climate goals announced by the Biden administration are so utterly hilariously fanciful, it would require building two nuclear power plants a week uh, for the next decade. Every single week to reach those goals, because they talk about the actual the energy consumption in the U.S., even if you were to shave it, because our our greenhouse gas emissions actually have been dropping pretty steadily over the last decade and a half. But if you were to assume roughly similar energy consumption between now and 2030 um, and cutting the carbon emissions in the way that, that Biden and company are talking about, you would have to produce vastly, vastly more power through wind, solar, and electric to to keep the power grid humming and to have enough power available at peak times. And given the unreliability of solar and wind, that means you would have to build enormous numbers of nuclear power plants, really. And it's just, it's utterly unreachable. Well, on the other end of this is, uh, you know, battling China as China wants to take over the world. So... Uh, Coal is the, 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 the dirty, the worst energy source that everybody hates so much, right? China is building coal plants like crazy, and hardly anybody's paying any attention to it. So when G G President Xi last year says, oh, we plan to go carbon neutral by 2060, and they say, he said that last year. And last year, China built more new coal plants than the rest of the world went down. I mean, the rest of the world went down, you know, X percent. China added significantly more than that in their own country last yeah. year as G put out the most aggressive goals for becoming carbon neutral. He's just he's just making crap up. All right, yeah, my goal is to stand six foot six by the year twenty twenty eight. There you go. How about that? Oh, oh, the international community applauds. Well, but, oh. but that would only make that your analogy would only make sense if you're actively engaged in a shortening regime and you've cut <laughs> your height by a foot in the last year because that's what they're doing. Right. Right. Yeah. And I can't believe yeah. the, I can't believe the freaking world falls for it. I just think I think it's aspirational. I it, it reminds me very much of wanting China to reform politically. If we keep them close, if we keep doing business with them, we have relations with them. Surely they'll come around. They got to come around. They're you know, you, you, China is currently building 184 new coal plants. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Wow. Well, you know, the rest of the world, to the extent that we can power ourselves more cleanly, ought to be doing it. But we can't com commit economic suicide. Anywho. Or we'll be dead. I've never, um, what do you like better? Bituminous or, what's the other one? There's two kinds of coal. We had anthracite. Is that right? 
Oh, yeah, I've been an anthracite man since I was a kid. I don't know why I had to learn this. Of course, like my daddy I like Kingsford, but I'm a simple man. Of course, the age that I had to learn the two kinds of coal, I lived in Galena, Illinois, which I believe they actually mined coal around there. So I think so, yeah. It's a beautiful country, Galena. I remember that. We uh, vacationed there a couple Ever of known times. a coal miner? Uh, briefly, yeah. Mm. Yeah, did some church missions in coal country in Virginia uh, in high school. It's... Uh, about like you hear or read or see on TV? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, really, really good people in a lot of ways. It's a, a, well, a subculture so yeah. different than most of our listeners have ever dealt I with. I have no judgment on the human beings at all, but does it seem like the kind of work that uh, that it's portrayed as just awful, kills you young, ruins your body? Well, this was in the late 70s, early 80s, and things have changed to a significant extent. But at that time, no, coal miners did not live to 70. No, no, they they all died young. Oh, man, going down in that hole every day. Yep, sucking in the, uh, the coal dust, mm. getting the black lung. Mm. 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 Play uh, Uncle Tupelo's version of coal miner right now, Michael. No, too late. No. no. Too late. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Defiance. Play any Dwight Yoakam coal mining song. They're not. They didn't. They never have a happy ending. Oh. Spoiler oh. alert. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet he turns it around in the last chorus, honey. Let's keep listening. I guess we're out of time. T H Y M E. Hey, there you go. A relative of oregano. <laughs> well, I guess no that's cardamom. it. <laughs> Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.